ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for What Do You Call It Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of What Do You Call It Podcast. I'm your host, GB, and today's guest is the hardcore and deathmatch warrior, Jules Malone. How are you doing today? You all right? Hey, everybody. I'm doing well. Thank you very much, and thank you so much <laughs> for having me on here. Are you good? I'm very good, actually. Midweek, so only a few more days of work, and then I can enjoy the weekend, and I shall have some big plans then, but uh, especially with this whole pandemic, we're slowly coming out of it, so just got to be positive, haven't you, really? One thing I actually want to ask, now that I've mentioned it, what was it like being a pro wrestler in a pandemic, by the way? It was amazing. It was so much fun. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. Honestly, it was, it was very heartbreaking because I, just at the end of the pandemic, or right at the beginning, rather, uh, you know, I had plane tickets, I had bookings to go travel, and I had mm. other bookings, you know. So because of like living in Canada, we had extremely different rules than um, most of the other countries. You know, every, all countries had the same thing. So gyms were closed. So we weren't allowed to go to gyms anymore, which means no wrestling training. There was no events. People, everything was just getting canceled. So in the last, what was it, 15 months now? It was 16 months uh, since that. Um, I think I've only been to training just a few times because I can't do anything. And um, now that like I'm fully vaxxed and now everything's open, mm. you know, gyms are just finally open. So we haven't been able to do strength training or I haven't like as much as like I normally could. So, you know, I just, I've had like a really good long time for my body to heal. But then at the same time, watching other wrestlers in different countries yeah. getting, to, getting to uh, wrestle, you know, it was, it was pretty heartbreaking because like, I'm so happy for everybody, but at the same time, it's like, Oh, I really wish I could be doing the exact same thing right now. So um, for the body, it was great because I got to heal. Mm. Um, I got to spend time with my family and my friends. So like a lot more time. So that was a good thing. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, so because of all this, getting a little bit more of my life back and like, you know, being a wrestler for 11 years, I'm like, well, I get a taste of my life back for a bit, like my personal life. Yeah. And then as soon as this is all over, it's back to the gym, do the strength training, be smart. You know, it just gives me a chance to reinvent myself and really think about what I want to do next in wrestling and what my new goals are with it, like actually just being able to slow down. So it sucks that it happened, but there's a lot of positive things to bring out of this. I like to hear that. I, I know it does suck the situation, but, you know, if you, you just got to think of the positives, and which you did. So and I'm glad to hear that. And in, in the UK as well, we're, we're quite strict as well. I think last month was like the first time people can go to watch wrestling in over eight, like 12 months. So, you know, it sucks as a fan, but we're not here to talk about me. We're here to talk about you and your wrestling career. I want to ask, just before you became a pro wrestler, what was your first memory of wrestling? Oh, um, excellent question. I was four years old. I had a nightmare and I went downstairs with my dad. He's also, my dad is from England, Manchester, by the way. Hey. Um, yeah, so I was like, I was like, dad, dad. I'm so like, I was scared. And then he's like, come sit with me, come sit on my lap. And I said, okay. I'm like, what are you watching? You know, like just as like a little girl, he's like showing me wrestling. I was just saw, I saw men, you know, running around a ring, like just excitement and throwing stuff and beating people up. And like, I was just like, oh, so that was my first. So ever since then, that was like my first taste. I haven't stopped since. Nice. Did you have any favorites growing up? Yes, I did. Oh, wow. 
my one of my all-time favorites was the undertaker nice. um uh, because like obviously it's the undertaker he's so cool so mysterious you know and he had like cool moves and like i was all about that um i really like stone cold steve austin because it's he's a badass and so you know mm-hmm. um Foley, of course because I thought he was really cool. And then like for the women, because I started watching wrestling um, in the eighties. So I'd seen like, I'd seen um, like also not, not so much in the eighties, but the nineties was Medusa, Alondra Blaze, huge fan of her, Bull Meccano and Sherry Martell, Luna Vachon. Yeah, I'd say those guys were like my earliest favorites in wrestling. That's a good taste there, I like it. I'm surprised you've not mentioned any Canadian wrestlers. Um, being a Canadian native yourself, it's just because you produce some of the best wrestlers. Brett, well, I want to say Brett, but the, the whole Hart family, Edge, Christian, Jericho, Val Venus. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I'm just, I'm just surprised, really, because a lot of um, people, you know, wrestlers up from Canada, they always have to mention the Hart family. So it's not, it's different, but I like it. I like it. It's good. Yeah, those are my answers. So that's what they are. Yeah. I would never lose credit. Wrestling has been my favorite. So yeah. I don't like to pick favorites, but sometimes in interviews, <laughs> people ask for favorites. And then, you know, it's. Mm. You like a bit of everything, really. I, well, yeah, I don't think I've really disliked a wrestler as an actual full on fan. I don't know. Just, I'm not the type of person that loves to pick, pick favorites, but yeah, yeah. So, of course, I had to watch, like, obviously, because, like, I love, I like the British Bulldogs. My dad liked them. And, you know, I, I did like the Hart family. Yes, of course I did. But, uh, you know, there's there's other people that I like instead first, like my yeah. favorite. Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. And what inspired yeah. you to become a pro wrestler? I've just always been an athlete my entire life. So mm. watching wrestling, you know, that that's what really got me into it. And um, I was on every single sports team as a child, like, you know, starting around like seven or eight, I started playing sports. And mm-hmm. I got really good in track and field. I started lifting weights when I was 10 years old, 9, 10 years old. I would sit there and watch WWF and WCW in my basement, and I begged and begged and begged for weights. So I'd sit there, and I also had a stepper and a jump rope, and I would sit there and I would train and watch wrestling in, like, in between commercials, like any opportunity. So I knew always that I wanted to be a wrestler. It was just like a matter of how am I going to get there? Because like I'd always been really good at fighting sports. Like in my teens, I started with boxing, kickboxing, and Muay Thai fighting. So then I knew wrestling was eventually going to fall into place. I just did not know when. Okay, I was actually going to ask about the um, sort of that, that sort of background as well um, in terms of your, your fighting background. Um, and I was going to, I think, was that an influence because of the wrestling being a fan to also sort of build up? Um, did you ever think? instead of getting into wrestling, that you would sort of do a career for one of those? Because I know you said you've done competitive. Is it Muay Thai that you've done competitive? Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that was the only thing I could do competitive when I was, um, when I was like my age that I was, um, when I was doing that. Yeah, I just like, I like boxing, but I wanted more. And then I got to kickboxing and I wanted just a little bit more. And then Muay Thai was <laughs> thing because you can throw elbows, you throw knees. I like the wrestling, grappling, kicking. Like, I just like the combination of moves. That you could use in that. Ah, awesome. And uh, where was it that you would go to train to become pro wrestler? Uh, I went to Squared Circle Training. That's in Toronto here, and that um, that is led by uh, Rob Fuego, and he's he's uh, trained so many people, a lot of successful wrestlers. You know, have made it to the larger promotions. Uh, so yeah, I, I started there in 2010, and just rest and trained full time. You have to get the green light, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I did a lot of research. Like, I went to university before 
um, before I became a wrestler. And the whole time in my bookmarks, I had all of the wrestling schools that were local. (laughs) When I wrote my final final exam, like my second degree, I said, okay, I am now ready to like, (laughs) yeah, as Squared Circle Wrestling ended up being like the most, uh, that worked out the best because it was like one of the greatest schools. It was very close to me. Very clever. So you had a back, like sort of a backup as well, just in case. But I, I think I think that's a good good advice for anyone that is listening if they do want to get wrestling. Sort of, you know, another option as well. Uh, what's the biggest challenges in terms of training to be a wrestler? I think the the original thing was getting up the courage to be able to say I'm able to become a wrestler. Committing, being able to make the phone call, walk through that door, I think was probably one of the biggest challenges. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, it's just like yeah, making that commitment. The challenges are just learning to get over those injuries. You know, you're going to get hurt. You just work harder and harder and harder. You have the, you know, people are going to underestimate you. You know, like that happened to you because, you know, I was judged because of like my size. and I'm a woman, you know what I mean? And yeah, so like stuff like that. And then otherwise I had, I had a lot of fun being in wrestling training. So I understood what it was, like, what like getting dues meant or like paying your dues. I understood that I needed to work out and I've never stopped working out. So that was a little bit of a bonus. Okay, wicked. And you would debut as Jules Malone in 2011? Was that for Pure Wrestling Association? For who? Was it uh, Pure Wrestling Association, PWA? Or was uh, no, I, no oh. I actually debuted for another company before PWA. But yes, I did. Uh, ah. for PWA. Oh, okay then. <laughs> oh, that, that's fine. And I was just going to ask about your debut. Uh, did you have your friends and family there? The reason I asked this is it's, it's come up. Um, in past interviews when people said oh I made my debut and I had my friends and family there and they were cheering and screaming so I just want to hear basically from your uh, from your experience what was your debut like? Uh, my debut was wonderful because I actually did not know that I was going to be wrestling that day. So, oh last minute. <laughs> <laughs> so as a student you know 15-18 months in I was um, you know supporting other wrestlers in Toronto and uh, you know like also they're my friends, so I also and also I set up the ring like everybody else did. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sebastian Suave, he says, "Hey, I need you to wrestle right now." I was like, "What?" I'm like, "Are you joking?" I was wearing like yoga pants or yoga shorts or something like that, a tank top, like a black tank top, and like ballet tight flats. I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna be able to wrestle in this, man." He's like, "Well, um, Silesia Sparks, her her opponent did not show up, so." There you are. So I said, okay, let's go. This is great. It's so good. It's great. And so I ended up wearing his tights yeah. and someone else's really wet knee pads. But uh. <laughs> okay. I was like, okay, this is it. This is it. And uh, yeah, so that's what it was. So it was really on the fly. It was, wasn't expected. I was around my wrestling family. So I had those guys there in the support and there was, it was a hot crowd. It was um, in downtown Toronto and yeah, it was actually pretty good. It was just on the fly, and I'm just after I was finished the match, I'm like, I just did my wrestling debut. Okay, nice. <laughs> I'm so happy I came out. So yeah, that's great. Big big thumbs up. Then I love it. Is there um? I have to ask this. It might be a simple question, but I want to ask: um, Is there any major differences to the wrestling in Canada and America? I honestly, I think because like from everywhere I wrestle, there's it's always it's always different, even between mm. schools provinces so you know there's different parts of the U.S. where I've worked and like they do have a different style you know it just depends on the area you know so some areas are more like strong style some are a little bit more old-fashioned some of them are a little bit more 
intense on the on the spot. Some of them are a little bit more lucha inspired. Yeah. Um, but the one thing I just noticed is that everyone just has a really good positive attitude. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's the most important thing. And like, it's just it's also like the way they approach their dues, like how they organize their locker room. You know, like it just really it really does depend. But for the most part, it's it's always been pretty good. Um, even like when I'm wrestling in England, I'll wrestle in different parts mm-hmm. of England. And there's different styles. And then when I'm up in 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 Scotland and Glasgow, it's completely different. And then like down in Spain, it's completely different. So yeah, so there's always a difference. And that's why wrestling internationally is very beneficial because you get a taste of you get a taste of all the different styles. Brilliant. I was actually gonna ask, uh, as a fellow Brit, and I know you've wrestled in the UK uh, before, I just want to ask, how did you find the UK? Because you've been in multiple times, so it couldn't have been that bad, or was it? <laughs> um, I absolutely love the UK. Like I said earlier, uh, my father was born and raised in Manchester. Yeah. Um, so I had been to I've, I've been to England a bunch uh, as a child, but then for wrestling, it was uh, more of like a really sentimental thing because I was wrestling where like my father was from, his home country, and that's that would have been the country where he learned to appreciate wrestling. So I was like, this is cool. This is an honor to like my 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 mm. family. So, you know, like when I go, I'll, I'll have a home base in London and that's usually with the people from wrestling. And then I will, so on the weekends, you know, I'll go to different parts of the country and uh, yeah, just do my wrestling stuff on the weekends. And then during the week, I'm usually going to training. I'll go up to uh, Stafford. I'll go up to like go to Manchester. I'll go to different, I'll find a different country to, or a different part of the country to, I'll go on a little adventure by myself. So I've never had realistically i've never had a really bad experience except for i missed a train but it was i love it that's, a, that's really sweet as well that's good uh we're, we're quite loud bunch a bit rowdy but we love our wrestling so <laughs> oh, i love the fans i love i love the fans i love the wrestlers and like in the locker room like I just the whole time whenever i'm there i feel so good because everybody is just genuinely just so sweet so positive uh yeah and it's just, it honestly just reminds me of like wrestling, like as if I were home and like I was from England. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. What is it about death matches and hardcore wrestling that you enjoy so much? I've got to ask. Oh, did it freeze on me? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'll, I'll ask again. Sorry. I was just asking, uh, what is it about death matches and hardcore wrestling that you enjoy so much? Oh, I love being ultra violent. Uh, just the way I, <laughs> the way I grew up, I've just loved lots of violence, and yeah, I just, I just love breaking the rules, bending the rules a little bit, making it a little bit different. Yeah, so I just, it's really fun seeing people a lot of bloody, like with a lot of blood on them, full blood. It's and like using weapons, you see something sharp just stabbing through someone's flesh, and you know it's you, and like you know you're getting them, even like you know <laughs> somebody's body. It's great because it's like completely satisfying. You're like, yeah, like I want to have a match like this. And so this is the way we're going to do it. And, you know, it just, <laughs> I don't know. It's fun because I make, I, I like to, I like to add a combination of wrestler duels, the deathmatch duels. And so I like, I do use some of my moves and I just, I just like doing them. I think it's great. And I like watching other people, you know, I was like, I've never seen that before because there's a certain age where I just, I watched one wrestling match, I think I was 12 years old, and somebody came out, Nails came out, and he beat up the big boss man with a nightstick. And I was like, I have never seen this before. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, I've seen other wrestlers with, like, blood on their head. I saw Flair and Hogan 
um, mm. just like different times, but they had like blood all over and had nice to watch wrestling magazine or read wrestling magazines. And I would see these pictures from like Japan and, you know, I was just so intrigued. I'm like, well, how come I don't get to see this stuff on TV? So um, as I became a wrestler, I jumped on the opportunity being involved in those types of matches. Just like the way you sort of explain it as well, like genuinely, like there's a passion for it, like you'd love it. Uh, who are some of your favorite hardcore wrestlers then? Okay. I don't want to go through all of my favorites. I would definitely say I was inspired by um, by a lot of the people in ECW because that's when I really started watching it. And then there's like Abdullah the Butcher, you know, even like Madman Kondo. I know I'm totally missing names over in Japan. That's the person <laughs> I want to die. Uh, you know, Onita, that probably helps. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I was watching, I was watching something probably about like two weeks ago and I can't remember who he was wrestling. I was like, like, you know, it's been a while. And so I just put it in. And I was like, oh, see, it's already in my favorites. But, um, <laughs> you know, I think, I don't know. Is, is there's so many new wrestlers also coming out, like deathmatch wrestlers, and it's like you really admire them because they're getting riskier. Um, you know, the the stipulations are getting riskier too, and more more fun and creative because a lot of the ideas are from fans too. So um, I'm sure there'll be a lot more favorites coming up too. I like I like watching it on YouTube, but I couldn't watch it in person because I got a weak stomach a little bit. Um, oh. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, I I. I applaud people that do it, like, not fair pleasure, but no, nah, there's a reason why I'm sitting here and just <laughs> talking to wrestlers. <laughs> uh, to wrap this interview up, I have to ask, what have been some of your career highlights? Wow, okay. Yes, excellent question. Um, I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to say uh, debuting for, being able to debut for Shimmer, Rise, you know, just being part of, like, the full women's professional wrestling because I break Jules up. Jules Malone into two things. It's wrestler jewels, like professional wrestler jewels and deathmatch hardcore jewels. Mm. So on the on the professional wrestler side, I'd say being able to compete for in companies such as like Smash Wrestling, being a part of like just like knowing that talent and being able to be a part of that pool, I found that was a highlight because like, wow, I'm accepted. You know, found the towels you got and as I said, like Shimmer and Rise. It's also being able to be a part of those shows, thinking like, okay, so I'm a part of this too. So I knew that I accomplished things. And then also just being able to travel overseas, like that's a highlight for me. Yeah. is because I never thought that I never thought I would leave Ontario. I never thought that there were so many opportunities. So I think also then on the hardcore side, just being able to, you know, as part of shows and just being able to be a part of matches with just some incredible people being in deathmatch tournaments. And, you know, like I've, I've I wrestled Mickey Knuckles for CZW WSU, and that was an uncensored rules match. And because of that match, it put, it gave me, I'd say that was probably one of my breakout matches for the U.S., especially because they'd only seen me be a wrestler. And then proving that I could be hardcore against Mickey Knuckles, uh, yeah. you know, was, was a huge thing. And then, you know, being a part of Queen of the Death match and uh, Death Becomes Her 2, I made it to the, the second, yes, Death Becomes Her 2. That was a deathmatch tournament, and I went three rounds, and I went with Randy West, and we made it to the finals. And, like, I found that being a big highlight for myself because, well, I made it to the third round. <laughs> so much blood. So great. Yeah, and Who'd I think... Who deathmatch warrior? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think just... I think I'm just really happy to be a wrestler, and so I'm pretty sure everything would be my favorite. <laughs> so, or, like, a highlight. So I think just... 
being able to wrestle and still be Jules Malone every day is incredible. Very grateful. That's brilliant. And the last question, it's a little bit of a simple question, but you get different answers. So I'd like to ask, who is your dream opponent? Ooh, I'm going to make it complicated. Just joking. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. I would really like to have an opportunity to, like, as a wrestle, as a wrestler, rather, I would like to wrestle, um, I would say, so. I would say, like, Mercedes Martinez, cheerleader Melissa, um, they would be really fun people to wrestle. And mm. uh, for death matches, I would say, I would like to wrestle, want to have a match with Sage Sin and Ludark separately because Sage Sin is just she's stellar and we've never wrestled each other and then Ludark from Mexico she has uh we've never wrestled each other either mom in deathmatch hopefully now that we are getting things back on the road these matches can happen which would be brilliant yeah. oh, I have another one I'm so sorry I totally no no <laughs> go for it go for it we'd love to wrestle Ryan Knight <laughs> I've said that when I first started, one of my first interviews, I said I was like, so I found, I met Soraya Knight at a Femme Fatale show over in Canada here. And I saw her, I was like, oh my God, like I met her. And like, I've just always said, I'm like, I want to train with her one day. And like, I would love to be able to wrestle her. That would be so much freaking fun. So I'm going to leave it at that. I gave you three. <laughs> nice. I love it. And where can your fans... And the listeners, I was going to say your fans, but they already follow you. But sorry, I'll try that one again. Where can the listeners find you on social media? Oh, they can they can find me on Instagram, the Jules Malone, on Twitter at Jules Malone, and then I have a fans of Jules Malone page on um, on Facebook. And everybody is more than welcome just to even go on Google, look up Jules Malone. You'll find so much stuff on YouTube and um, links from other websites too. Also awesome i'm gonna put that all in the description i want to thank you very much for your time it's been a nice little conversation we've had for everyone that has listened to this episode thank you there's going to be more episodes what do you call it podcast coming out soon but for now i want everyone to stay blessed I have a special announcement for my next guest. Hey everybody, this is Jules Malone and I'm going to be appearing on What Do You Call It podcast. Check it out. Yeah, heard. And we've got this done in like the fifth take. That's true. Not <laughs> <all>. <laughs>